then as soon as July came round, the UK was just like, nah, you're not having any more summer. Summer is gone. Here is rain. And I thought, oh no, all of my Barbie dreams have gone. I've lost them forever. everybody and welcome back to my podcast Esme's Country Life. Oh my goodness we are on episode 20 now. It doesn't feel like I've been doing this for 20 weeks. I feel like that time has flown by. Anyway before we begin I just want to say a huge thank you to the sponsor of the podcast Red Post. Red Post is a country and equestrian store based in the UK but they also ship all over the world. Some sort of breaking news for you also. For everybody that's coming to my meetups on the 18th and the 19th of August my um, new book the second book actually of the Starlight Stables gang Jesse and the Star Rider will be there on sale so if you want to pick one up while you're at the meetup that would be fab that would be really good fun but anyway I can't wait to see you all there um tickets are actually I think there are very very few tickets left like we're almost sold out so yeah there are a lot of you guys coming but anyway very very excited for that but anyway let's get into today's episode so um if you've read the title of today's episode you will know that um We've had we've had a busy time, we've had a bit of a stressful time, but it's all good. Um, so yeah, basically, we had to do a little bit of an emergency vet call once again. I think I did like a little poll on my story, and I was like, guess which horse has had to see the vet again? Is it Duke? Is it Mickey? Is it Casper? Oh no, of course, it was Joey once again. This horse, I don't know what he does, he is so accident prone anyway luckily if you can tell by the tone of my voice he is all right he is doing well not as bad as the last time um anyway so i took joey up from the field normal day i was actually i was going to do a photo shoot that day i think lemure had some new sort of brushing boots out like the dressage kind of fancy white ones um and anyway we're going to take some photos of joey and them so i was you know cleaning away everything you know when you're grooming you do your little checks you need to you know you know make sure that there's you know no open wounds nothing serious that kind of thing and he seemed all like fine and it was when I was brushing his legs I realized oh he's got like a little he's just got like a tiny little cut on the outside of his leg and at first I was like Joey how on earth have you got a cut on the outside of your leg like normally you think inside of the legs maybe he's stepped on it on himself or one of the nails in his shoes or the clenches maybe just like slightly that <laughs> had a little hiccup then maybe one of the nails or the one of the clenches on the inside of his shoes has maybe scratched himself but no don't know how he did it and then we had a little think more like you know what I reckon, like, he he is a boy that likes to roll. Like, every time he goes out in the field, he rolls all day, every day. Rolling is his favourite thing. So I reckon he has rolled into maybe, like, one of the posts because he's not been in the field where he had his injury and I feel like I'm such a cautious mum like I was literally saying one of the previous episodes I just wish I could wrap him up in bubble wrap and I think what's happened is he's rolled into like one of the posts um so we have our kind of setup is we have electric fence and then there are some like in the corners and things there are some like wooden posts with like little kind of 
clips kind of put in them so you can clip the electric fence onto it so I reckon he's just grazed himself ever so slightly and just had like a little, tiny little cut on him which a lot of horses do you know every now and again you'll bring I mean horses are very accident prone animals and I feel like Joey is definitely um on, on high up on that list of out of all the horses in this world but anyway so we think he gave himself a little cut and then as I was kind of examining this little cut that he had and like when I tell you it was literally like the tiniest graze nothing dramatic at all and then I had a little feel of his leg and I was like oh feels a little bit warm and then it kind of I don't know I don't want to say squidgy but I, I could it was like a little bit swollen and then it was only really when I compared it to his other back leg I was like oh wow actually that is swollen like Joey you've got a bit of a bit of a fat leg here so anyway rang the vet the vets were absolutely flat out that day they were so busy so they were like look we can come first thing tomorrow morning so part of me was very anxious mum being like oh my goodness joey's not going to be seen until tomorrow morning do i bring up a different vet so obviously my vets didn't seem too worried or concerned about it but i was like oh my baby anyway our vet very kindly came 7 a.m crack of dawn um to come and see joey and was like so i did the thing is i did a trot up with him and he was completely sound like the boy was fine like if, if if there was no if it wasn't for the swelling I would have just, you know, put a bit of pseudocream on or a bit of purple spray, you know, whack that on. All good, a bit of wound cream. But no, he was like, yeah, he was completely like sound and walk and trot. Obviously that day I didn't ride him and didn't do the photo shoot. To be fair, I don't know if the boot would have looked good, like putting it on. It would have been quite like wide on the Velcro, if you know what I mean, trying to wrap up this fat leg. Anyway, so um, Joey was on antibiotics for a week and obviously the swelling all went down and the vet was like thing is I kind of talked about it a little bit on my story and that kind of thing but I was still riding Joey like literally straight after the vet came he was like yeah just take him for a light hack just take him for a walk hopefully the swelling can go down I think he had a bit of like cellulitis I think that's the word for it um it's a bit of a mouthful but anyway um but no he's completely fine now completely better just a bit of a bit of a dramatic time so um that's kind of what's happened I was gonna say this week because I did my little interview on my last episode with Max I feel like I'm like two weeks behind on the podcast even though I'm not because there has been an episode each week but I feel like I have a lot to update you on also um because I've been so busy I've been here there and everywhere I um this the podcast that is well the I'm currently filming it on the day this is supposed to go out so it's it's a Saturday afternoon and this normally goes out I feel like it on like most platforms it goes out kind of like a Saturday evening like six o'clock-ish kind of time um, and then on my channel it goes out on a Sunday evening so I was a bit like oh my goodness okay need to get this podcast filmed so I'll probably be filming next week's one as well because next week I'm off to the Dublin Hall show which I'm very very excited for and excited to see you all there so um, yeah it has been a busy time. I feel like August is like the most crazy, busy, wild time for me because it's like all the shows are happening, all the stuff is happening, and then I'm all already thinking about filming, you know, autumn winter collections in August. I mean, it does feel like it's the right time for it because I was gonna say July has been a washout. The beginning of August has been a bit of a washout as well. Like I was talking to my friends about this. June over here in the UK, we had hot sunshine, beautiful like heat waves, proper hot. And then as soon as July came round, the UK was just like, nah, you're not having any more summer. Summer is gone. 
here is rain. To be fair, the arena has been pretty good. Like, because our arena, sometimes in the summer, it gets a little... I don't know, I was going to say crunchy, that's not the right word. It just gets a bit deep when we haven't had much rain. So the arena's feeling great, but... And the grass is doing well. We've got a lot, I mean, we have to be careful about not letting the horses have too much grass. But, um, yeah, I had a photo come up in my memories, and it was from last year, where we, we had a bit of a heat wave last year as well. And the grass was brown. Like, compared to how it looks now, like, now it looks luscious and green, but last year it was that, that was nothing nothing at all so um i feel like you can't we, we can't complain i mean there's it, basically the whole of europe and a lot of other countries have had ridiculous like life-threatening heat waves so i mean over here in the uk we're just chilling we're just chilling with our rain so i can't complain about that but yeah sorry i've just got on a little little wattle little chat about the weather little classic british girl but there we go but yeah back to what i was saying august is a pretty nuts month for me because as i was saying dublin hall show next week so half of that well half of that week's at the dublin hall show and then the weekend is at um the longine global champions tour in london so i'm literally flying from dublin to london not even going back home just going straight to london sleeping there and then working at that show and then i'm back for like a few days and then i'm off to devon to go to red post for the meet and greet there so and then after that i might i might have a day off you know i think that might be healthy so yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be pretty pretty pooped in august but i'm really looking forward to it it's one of those things where it's like really good fun but also i'm just gonna be i'm gonna be dead by the end of the week i'm or the two weeks i'm gonna be yeah I'm gonna need a bit of a rest um but anyway yeah what else well I actually because I've done you know I feel like when you've done so many things you kind of forget what you've done so I've literally I've written a list because I'm probably gonna film two podcasts today ready for next week um so I'm all scheduled and ready I've literally written a list of all the things that I've done or been up to just so then I don't forget anything um so yeah oh the other thing that I did recently that was quite good fun although when you listen to this it might you it might feel like quite a while ago now but um obviously hopped on the Barbie trend oh my goodness the mark I feel like everyone says this but the marketing team have done a cracking job for that film um so anyway I dressed Mickey up as Barbie that was pretty good fun got you know there's chalk safe um or not chalk safe horse safe chalk based um pony kind of I was gonna say hair dye it's not even dye it's just like a wash in wash out kind of thing um so Mickey looked very cute with that I did have a little mini panic though because I ran out of the pink and I thought oh no all of my Barbie dreams have gone I've lost them forever Mickey's only going to be half pink he's not going to be you know fully pink because I did his mane and his tail in the end but I had some red paint and I had some white paint and I had some purple paint and I mixed it all together and it made this like beautiful sort of pastely lilac-y pinky colour so Mickey was sort of pinky and lilac-y and he looked really cute we, me and my dad we were joking about this we were saying you know I've done Barbie for the Barbie movie how about when um Halloween rolls around um because obviously Margot Robbie plays Barbie how about I be um Harley Quinn and Mickey is the Joker and we do that for Halloween. And we were just thinking about how funny Mickey would look as the Joker with 
red face paint around his mouth, green in his mane, that kind of thing. Obviously, I'd have to make sure that none gets in his actual mouth or on his lips, so I'm a bit worried about that. But I think he would look ridiculous and we would it would just be so funny. Of course, Mickey was an absolute angel when he was being dressed up as Barbie. Like, he was so good. I mean, he probably, I think he probably had the best day ever, to be honest. Like, he was standing there. Well, I was going to say sitting there. Horses don't really sit, do they? He was standing there and he was eating loads of haylage. So he was, number one, got extra food. Always bonus. And then number two was getting pampered by me. You know, he got a full-on groom and a bath and a, having, like, his mane played with. So he had, a, he had a blast. He had a great time. The only thing that Mickey doesn't like having done too much, though is having his face washed, especially like where his forelock is. So I tried to wash it the best I could without him being like a little bit like, girl, can you not do that, please? I do not like my face being touched. Um, but anyway, so but after, you know, grooming him and washing him and, you know, when I was debarbying him, basically, <laughs> that's the best way to describe it, turned him out in the field and because he still had a little bit of pink left on his forelock. And I mean, I kind of call him my pink pony because he has a pink nose, he has pink skin. He's cute, but um, he kind of looked like a Neapolitan ice cream. So, because he had like, I mean, he's a Cromelo, so he looked like the vanilla. And then he had brown all over him because he'd been rolling in the dirtiest patch in the field. So it was all muddy. Um, so that was the chocolate. And then he had a little bit of pink left left in his forelock and obviously his pink nose with the strawberry. So there we go. That's what Mickey looked like for like a day. I mean, it did rain the next day and then it all washed like any of the remaining sort of pink I was going to say residue then, don't know if that was the best word, but you know what I mean. The faintest of pink washed away quite quickly, so Mickey is unfortunately not a pink pony anymore. I've been using that same sort of like chalk paint, or some people said, oh, why didn't you just use hair chalk? But I find like the chalk paint works really well because you can kind of like slap it on a little bit better and kind of rub it in better. I don't know, I just think it works works well and then I got like a little brush and I like brushed his mane through so it didn't go all like sometimes the chalk paint can make them go a bit crispy like you know when you have like wet hair and it kind of dries like a little with like a bit of a cast I don't know that kind of thing so uh, anyway Mickey looked really good I did a TikTok also of that and that video really blew up I need to check now how many views it has last time I checked I think it was on 1.2 million I want to say so that was quite good fun and then there were loads of people being like, oh my gosh, I want to do this with my pony or 1.7 million. Oh, well, that's that's more. It goes to show how often I, I check my views. I feel like when you first start social media, you're always checking the views being like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, like how much has it got? But now I feel like because it's something I do every day, all day, like I put out at least one bit of content like once a day kind of thing. So I feel like I'm a lot better at like not checking it all the time. Like I go to my house, I go to my cottage and I just kind of forget I just go go back to the real world, if that makes sense. I think that's the best way to describe it. I think it's very very healthy sort of thing that I do because I feel like if you get too much into like, oh, how are the views are doing? Which sometimes it doesn't matter what you're posting. Like, I could, it could be one of my best videos ever and it could get less views because something else is going on or maybe it's a national holiday in America and everyone's celebrating with their family and not watching YouTube or I don't know. There are so many different reasons why something could not do as well as you're expecting or, or do, even do better than you, you're, expect, you're expecting like that TikTok. So there we go. Social media is a funny place. But, um, oh yeah, I haven't even told you, like, I, I went with all my friends um, to go and see the Barbie movie. We went on a Monday night, and at first we were like, oh my goodness. Like, we thought, you know, 
weekend was going to be busy. We all had plans that weekend anyway. So we were like, let's go on a Monday night. It'll be nice and chilled. I'm always like, it's quite fun because all of my friends kind of live in like a small town and then I live in the village so I drive from my village to my friend's kind of small town pick them all up from the small town and then we go to like the big town um if that makes sense and it's not even that like I'm my I only live what half an hour away from the big town so it's not that far of a journey but saying all those different destinations probably made it sound like it I lived like five hours away from any civilization but anyway so it's quite fun I'm like the little taxi driver and I pick up all my friends and we listen to music in the car and we all wore pink actually I was gonna say we all wore pink that was a bit of a lie um some of my friends don't own anything pink they're not really pink people me of course I had my pink trousers on I had my pink like jumper to be fair it wasn't that out there because my trousers are like a white slash pink they're like a very 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 pastely pink it's like they're pink but it's not like pink pink anyway so i had a great time we we all had fun we loved it i feel like um it was quite interesting because i feel like half of us after the movie was super hyped absolutely loved it talking about all the jokes and the things that we found funny a few of my friends were like it's kind of like they found it a little bit american humor i don't know if that's the best way to describe it i feel like british humor and american humor is quite different also when I was watching I was like I could not believe how many like British actors and things were in it and then I realized it wasn't filmed in well some of it was filmed in Hollywood but a lot of it was filmed um in like the UK so all the kind of there was so many so many of the cast were also from Sex Education if any of you guys watched that on Netflix so there we go so it was so fun I was like the whole time I was being like oh you're that guy from that film or you're that girl from that film and that kind of thing but it was a blast I, I liked the tunes afterwards I was like just I just had all the tunes stuck in my head, to be honest. So, yeah, it was good fun. Good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, but there we go. Uh, there were some bits where, like, I, I was going I was going through TikTok, like, straight after watching the film, and I was looking... Because, obviously, I hadn't seen any of the... I'd seen it, so, I'd, you know, there weren't any spoilers. Don't worry if you haven't seen it. Won't be talking about any spoilers. Not really that I would say... It's not really a sort of film that you could s- spoil, I guess. There aren't... Like, I don't know. Like, it it just kind of, like, happens. It's not like there's, like, a big thing or plot twist or... I don't know. A lot of people were saying that it made them really sad and a lot of people cried. So I could understand that. I think the best way to describe it is it kind of made you emotional in the sense where it's kind of, like, you kind of realised... Because it is... The film is a 12, so it's not designed for kids. It's designed for people... I'd say the film is designed for people who had a Barbie when they were a child but now no longer play with the Barbie. If you're still the age where you play with Barbies, then it probably is going to be a little bit too adult for you. I think that's the best way I'd describe it. So, um, but no, it was kind of like sad in the sense where a lot of it was kind of like, you're an adult now. And when you're a kid, you think the world is a very happy and lovely place, which I try and make my kind of channel and social medias to be like sort of happy and lovely, safe kind of place for people. But it kind of made you think like, oh yeah, the world isn't all sunshine and rainbows kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was good. I I feel like I kind of want to watch it a second time because there'll be like so many like little extra details that you probably wouldn't have noticed the first time watching it, or like little like kind of things in the background. And the, the I think they did, I, I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. I had a good fun. 
I just felt like it was a very like also watching it in the cinema with all my sort of like girlfriends and then like in the cinema it was just like just a group of women and then there were these people right at the back of the cinema and it was amazing because at every joke they were cackling and laughing so loud and we were all it just made it even funnier hearing all like this laughter in the background it was definitely like I don't know the atmosphere was a really lovely kind of happy place so there we go um what else have I been up to sorry I'm gonna have to check my list again I feel really unprofessional doing this but like I I went and saw that what like two weeks ago I feel like a lot has happened in those two weeks so was it even two weeks maybe it was even longer oh yeah um something else that uh, this is something else that happened was um after Joey recovered from his injury um I went and took him on the hills we went for a lovely sort of ride around there and um that's honestly one of my favorite places because we can go there in the winter and it's not too like muddy because it's up on a hill obviously all the water kind of drains down so it's not like a proper bog like some of the places are where we live um so we took him there and it just I was when I was writing down like all the things I was doing it just reminded me of this really funny story now normally when I like think of like a random story I literally just sit here and just like verbal diarrhea all over you sorry that didn't sound very nice but you know what I mean like I'll literally if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you'll know that I'll literally just sit here and just chat away and it's almost like after filming I kind of think to myself what did I even talk about for half an hour or 14 five minutes kind of thing um because I often just like think of like little stories and then kind of intertwine them with what I'm talking about but when I was on my hack with Joey it just reminded me of this one time and when I tell you these hills are like steep like they are proper steep they're so steep that there's this one hill that's so steep that what I do with Joey is I walk him some people probably say it's quite bad I like kind of trot him up the hill but it's so steep that it's easier for him to canter up the hill than to trot it so I kind of trot a little bit and then he's like okay I'm gonna canter it so I can just get it over and done with kind of thing so it's a bit more momentum to get him up this hill um but anyway it was that exact hill one day I think it was I can't remember when it was now it was maybe a few winters ago I took Joey there and there were the this this couple and I, when I, they were probably like a retired couple, like they, they were on the older side and they went down this really steep hill on scooters. Like, I don't, I can't remember if they were like, I was gonna say four by four scooters. They definitely weren't four by four scooters, but you know what I mean? Like maybe like scooters that were a little bit more designed for off terrain. Like they only had two wheels, but maybe they were electric scooters. But when I tell you, they were zooming down this hill and the whole time I was watching them, I was like, one of them's going to stack it. One of them's going to go over the handlebar. I was like, it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, that is not your, not your normal everyday sort of thing that you pass when you go for a hack. You know, maybe the old person with a dog. Like, normally I don't really see anybody on that route because it's quite a long one. You, could, you would only really do it if you were on a mountain bike or a horse because I don't even know how long the route is. I want to say maybe like, 10 miles seven miles that kind of thing like a good it depends which route you do because there's one which is a little bit longer but yeah it's a good long route so you don't really normally see anyone around there so I was like good on you fellas go go down that hill I mean I was I was really hoping that they were not going to fall off because I was like that it it gave me the heebie-jeebies a little bit like I always have nightmares I feel like this is like a really weird like reoccurring nightmare that I have but I always have a nightmare that I'm walking up a hill and then it just gets steeper and steeper until it kind of goes back on yourself and then I'm kind of like clinging on for dear life and then I kind of fall so yeah I don't know why that's just like a random 
reoccurring nightmare that I have. Like I've, I don't think I've ever had. People always say they have nightmares, like that they're they're naked somewhere. I don't think I've ever had like a nightmare where I've been naked in public places. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm that, or like a lot of people say they have nightmares that their like teeth fall out. I don't think I've ever had that actually either. I think I've had a nightmare where like. I know this is a really weird nightmare that I had once. I had a nightmare that's <laughs> that these girls from my school um, shaved my eyebrows off. Like that is, I feel like that is a weird dream. Like I woke up and I was like, "Do I still have eyebrows?" And I was like, "Yeah, no, that was that was a dream. That was a dream." So there we go. Nightmares are really weird. I don't even know how we got onto the topic, but there we go. Very very strange. Um, what else have I been up to with my boy? Uh, oh. Um, not what the horse is, but something I did do, um, something that we do in my sort of friendship group every single summer is, because a lot of my friends are sort of like farmers and things, so um, went to this, one of my friends kind of farms where they have like a big hill, and we basically get a lot of, um, I was going to say tarpaulin, it's not really tarpaulin, it's, you know, the sort of sheets that you wrap silage with, that stuff I'm pretty sure because I think there was one bit which I felt so bad for my friend, um, I had a bit of cow dung on so I'm really not advertising this am I it, I promise you we had so much fun it was great but this is this is how British country people have fun in the summer you know we don't have fancy water slides like in Spain and things like that oh no 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 we get a bit of plastic on a hill that might have a bit of cow poo on and then we get so, uh, this probably sounds really bad if there was areas where like there was hose pipe bands we never do this when it's a hose pipe ban or there's not enough water there's been plenty of water in July I'll tell you that as I was saying earlier so and then we get like a big container with water in put it in the, on the back of someone's like Land Rover kind of thing and then we um open it like every now and again we let a bit of water out so it goes down the bit of plastic and then we slide down we get loads of like fairy liquid or um What's, what is what is dish soap there we go I feel like it's one of those like name brands that don't worry today's podcast is not sponsored by fairy liquid it's sponsored by red post but anyway um it's one of those name brands that you just like say the name of the brand rather than stuff anyway dish soap there we go or washing up liquid that's that's the British version dish dish soap sounds more American washing up liquid is the more British version anyway um now we've got that cleared out cleared out of the way so yeah we would spray it all on the top and then we just slide down and it's so much fun but my top tips if you're going to do that I every year wear a long sleeve I basically just wear my riding stuff wear a long sleeve base layer and I wear leggings because if there's one bit that doesn't have enough water and doesn't have enough soap on all the carpet burn is it is not good Ooh-wee. anyway um also one year we accidentally put it on a bit where there were loads of thistles and like the thistles kind of were sprouting in little holes through the top so that wasn't very good either like um there are a few a few prickles in places that you do not want prickles um but yeah that that soap does get everywhere like by the end you were just absolutely covered we used some would you call it a lilo is that the word for it or like a blow up there was one that was the shape of a pineapple one that was a flamingo and we kind of um those were better because a lot of the lads they would run and just bash onto the ground like the ground is hard even though we've had a lot of rain like the ground is still quite hard even though it's slippery and uh, so many of my friends had bruises last year so this year I was like I did get a few little bruises here and there but I didn't go as 
hard you know this year I was like you know what I'm not I'm, like you do ache a little bit the day after but um the best runs I did was when I was holding hands with my boyfriend because we had like more weight than we had a bit more momentum and he kind of like pulled me down so we went quite fast like that but if you go on your own then I felt like all the boys were going so fast because they're a bit heavier than us and they were shooting down and then us girls we were it was it, we needed it, we struggled a little bit more to go as fast but I got some good runs it was really good fun so um yeah that is what British farmers get up to in the summer another thing that I would love to do which I've seen a lot of people online do is you know when you get loads of hay bales and you kind of stack them in a oh just touch the mic then sorry about that when you kind of get loads of hay bales and you stack them in kind of like a I guess the best way to describe it is you make a hay bale pool so it's kind of like a raised pool and then you get like a big plastic sheet and put it inside and then you'll kind of make a little DIY pool but again I feel like the UK is the best country for that because we've well we've had a lot of rain so we don't have to worry about sort of water shortages and wasting water because we've been we've been having a lot recently um also every single year we do the sort of tarpaulin slide we it rains the last three years it has rained and um tell you what i'd say it's probably better when it rains because there's more wetness on the sheet so it's a little bit more slippery so yeah, that was great fun. When we were younger, we used to have like a little play frame in the garden. And what we would do is we'd get a little sheet and then what, you would actually go really fast because we'd get the hose pipe tied to the top of the slide on the play frame. And then we'd go down the slide and then we'd just carry on shooting along like literally the whole other side of the garden. So yeah, good times also thought i would do a little bit of a cottage update because i feel like i haven't done one for a while i really need to film more cottage renovation videos i did a meetup recently and so many of you were saying how much you really enjoyed the, that series especially like a lot of mothers and daughters i feel like like watching those videos together which is really lovely so um yeah i need to do more of those i have i've the cottage I, that's one thing i get asked the most especially at meet and greets like how's it going so i feel like all of the kind of construction work like the house is now it's 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 stable it's sound it's all good it's not going to fall down like it did when I first bought it but um it's at the moment it's just kind of like I've, I'm not going to say I've had like a pause from doing stuff because I've been doing like lots of little stuff like each week I'll order like a little thing and then it arrives and I'll put it somewhere even if it's like a little I've got a new coffee table uh, that's not a little thing that was quite expensive uh, I was meaning more like little side tables because um yeah there were a few times where I didn't have a side table so I was just kind of like this sounds really bad balancing my glass of water on the sofa and it was a bit precarious and my boyfriend was like Esme please just put it on the floor don't put it on the sofa because it's it, it's just it's it, it was on the edge and he, he was like girl it's it, it's too scary for me it's gonna knock over it's gonna spill so um yeah I now have a side table so I'm not gonna be spilling any more water and I only spilled it once just saying only once I mean I am known for being pretty clumsy like I I am one of those I am that person that will always get food down me I'll always like spill a drink or accidentally spill something down me so um yeah I, I I don't know what it is I feel like just sometimes I'm just not that coordinated I think maybe with my, my dyslexia I don't know if I have dyspraxia as well is that is that the thing where you're not quite coordinated because I feel I feel like I probably have that but anyway um back to the cottage update my favorite thing recently has been thrifting vintage artwork so um in our one of the nearest towns kind of where I go 
every now and again when I do leave the house um, or leave the farm. Um, there's like quite a lot of vintage shops kind of in our area. So I love going to there and like finding like secondhand pieces or going to charity shops, that kind of thing. But also my favorite thing, I know I've said this before, but I love Etsy. Etsy is my go-to place because I feel like Etsy has all the stuff that nobody else has. Like there are some pieces where it's just like one thing and like you're the only person that has that thing that that person's made or if they make something custom as well. Like it just feels so cool. Like I don't want to be like, I'm not like other girls, but you know, it makes your house feel more like a home and more unique. So I've been loving buying lots of like vintage kind of pretty flower paintings or landscapes i've recently got one and it is so cute it's like a little scenic landscape it's an, it's an oil painting as well and it is an original and oh my goodness the prices i cannot believe how good they are like to be fair there's i don't know how many people would want a landscape picture with some cows on but that is right up my street and I love it it's got like little Frisian cows in the background and there's like a little river and I just think it looks so pretty so I'm thinking of maybe putting that up in my bedroom I've got like tiny little DIY flower pictures up that I basically bought this book for 50p 50 pence from an old bookshop in the village cut out the little kind of pictures put them in frames and I made my own little artwork. So I might take those down and put them somewhere else and then put the big painting above my bed. I feel like that would look really good. The other thing that I've been doing recently is, oh, I've also, um, another little new thing. Um, this is quite a big purchase, actually. This is probably one of the most exp- expensive pieces of furniture I've bought. It's kind of, like, I think, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a chest of drawers, but not a chest of drawers. It's like a, a dresser without the top bit. So um, that actually is going under my TV and um, my boyfriend, who is very handy, is very kindly, because I've got one of the frame like TVs. I bought it in the Black Friday sale last sort of Christmas time because that was actually a really good time because I moved in in the October and then I was like, I'm just going to wait to buy everything when Black Friday becomes a thing, when all the sales are on. So um, even though it's a little bit more of a fancier TV, I cannot lie, um, because I got such a good deal on it on the Black Friday sale, it was kind of like the price of like the normal TVs that I was looking at. So um, that is very fancy because it literally looks like a picture frame. And what he's done is he has made a hot, two little holes in the wall, one where the TV is and one where this kind of dresser is underneath. And he has chased the cable through the wall um, and out again. So it looks like the TV doesn't have any wires. So it literally looks like a frame. So um that's what I've been doing I literally I was messaging my physio D about that or like my she's kind of like my physio and my trainer if you've been watching my channel you'll know but um I was messaging her because I'm really good friends with her about how we've done it because we were having a whole conversation about how we're going to hide these wires in my cottage but anyway so um that's been the sort of fun thing today that we've been doing this morning and moving that sort of dresser in as well like that was pretty hefty I had to get my dad and my boyfriend to help me carry that in so very very lucky and very grateful for them with all their help but um yeah also the cupboards that everyone has been asking like I've actually I think I said in the video like please comment on everything Esme you need to paint your cupboards because it's getting ridiculous now I moved in when was it? I moved in like Easter weekend and these cupboards, they've been like that since January, February and I still haven't painted them yet. So, but we've started on the prep work. The prep work has has been started. So we're moving forward. We're getting there. So um, then after I've done that, downstairs is actually complete. That sounds scary to say, but I've, yeah. I also, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I have a mess room at the moment. It's the smallest kind of room upstairs and 
that has like the it still has the extra carpet from when I had everything recarpeted after the carpet moth disaster. So um the carpet people just left it in that room. So I need to probably I don't know if I need to put it in the attic and then I can keep a bit. So then in case there's any spillages, I can fit I can fix it. I've got some spare carpet. So um and then it's also got all the paint pots, paint brushes boxes of stuff that I haven't put in storage yet or needs to go in the attic or I think my Christmas decorations are still in that room that's not very good oh no I didn't I think I don't know I think I did actually move them into the attic before the carpet people came um what else it's got like the hand sander saws that kind of thing so that's like the DIY room so yeah that's kind of everything really I've just put some put some mirrors put some pictures up and got a few little more bits of furniture so I do need to do another episode I'm very excited I need to I've got these chest of drawers not chest of drawers bedside tables that's the one that I thrifted that I need to do up they're currently sitting in my dad's shed um with all the sort of his kind of power tools and stuff in there so I need to sand them down paint them but yeah that is the next job because at the moment in my I was gonna say the master bedroom all the bedrooms are kind of like the same size um in my sort of in my bedroom but actually we've been recently calling the spare room Ruby's room because when my boyfriend's dog Ruby stays at mine with him and me um she, she I don't know what it is it's so cute like she'll she'll sleep on our bed for like a little bit and then once we've fallen asleep she'll hop off and she'll go and sleep in the spare room and she'll sleep on the spare bed like don't worry this isn't bad behavior we let her go on that bed because that room's also kind of an office so sometimes when my boyfriend works in there we let her like lie on the spare bed so we kind of joke that that's ruby's room now she's made a little home there so there we go it's weird because at his house she doesn't like she knows not to go upstairs like there's no nothing on the stairs or anything like she just knows like I'm not allowed to go upstairs so I never go upstairs and with to be fair when she's at mine she only comes upstairs if we say like come on then so um that's sorry that was my little dog voice then so um but she loves it she loves staying with us and it was I think it's because the first few times she stayed at my house we were like oh she can like stay in you know our room with us kind of thing so she like you know doesn't feel lonely downstairs in like a strange place even though she's not that kind of dog at all we always say she's the most easily kidnappable dog because she will finds everyone friendly wants to be friends with everyone and we'll be like yeah i'll come along with you 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 seem nice yeah go for it so um anyway i think that's kind of how that started but yeah we we let her cuddle in bed with us sometimes so she's very sweet but she only she only gets on bed on the bed when we let her and she knows she's loud on the one in her room because that is ruby's room so there we go what else was i saying i think that i can't even know i don't even know how i got onto ruby was i talking about i don't know i was talking about what i have in each room i think and yeah just basically have put some new decorations up but yeah hopefully when i'm back from all my travels and all my exciting meetups and shows and that kind of thing i will get back on the cottage renovation grind because it's it's that kind of weird stage where most of the things almost everything is done but not quite also there's the whole garden i need to do like a garden renovation project like i've got the summer house that probably i want to turn into like an an at-home gym i need to i've been saving up because having a house is very expensive i've been saving up for a new patio which probably i was gonna say won't be definitely won't be done by the end of summer but it feels like summer has already ended because the weather's been so bad um but there we go no very very much looking forward to that but anyway i feel like i've been whittling 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 
Whittling is when you like get a little stick and you make it into a spike, isn't it? That is not what I was meaning. Wittering, that is what I mean, wittering. I've been wittering away for quite a while now and I do need to film a second podcast straight after this where I'll probably just put a different jumper on, but there we go. So if next week's podcast I look quite similar, that is why, because I need to kind of pre-film one, but it's fine because... I've got, I've still got a lot more to chat about. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you again to Red Post, the sponsors, for sponsoring the podcast. Um, really hope you enjoyed hearing what I've been up to lately. And yeah, excited to see you all at the Dublin Hall Show next week. So yeah, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. 